0: Chapter 18. We were having dinner. Jamie reached across the the table for another piece of bread and Miss Smith grabbed his arm. What's that? She asked. When she pushed his sleeve back, I saw the deep red mark on Jamie's wrist. It reminded me of when I'd tied him up in our flat, only worse. His skin had been rubbed away until it bled. It looked awful. Jamie snatched his arm back. Nothing, he said, pushing his cuff back down. That's not nothing, Miss Smith said. What happened? He wouldn't say. Did somebody hurt you? I asked. Somebody tie you up? Some boy at school? Jamie looked at his plate. He shrugged. Oh, honestly, Miss Smith said. Speak up. You can't let people bully you. Tell us what's wrong so we can help you. He wouldn't talk. Not then, nor later to me in bed. You've got to tell me, I coaxed. I take care of you, remember? He wouldn't tell. At lunch the next day, Miss Smith surprised me by saying it. Saying, Ada, would you like to come with me to take Jamie to school? We might do a little bit of shopping on the way home. I was worried enough about Jamie that I nodded, even though I suspected her of plans involving velvet. Miss Smith marched Jamie into the school building the way I suppose she always did. I stayed outside. We'll go get a cup of tea, she said when she returned, and come back in half an hour. We went to a tea shop, which was a place full of tables where you could buy things to eat and drink like a pub, only without beer and cleaner. Miss, I whispered, taking my seat, why are there blankets on the tables? They're called tablecloths, Miss Smith whispered back. They're to make the tables look nice. Huh, I thought, imagine dressing up tables. Imagine wasting cloth to dress up tables. A lady came over and Miss Smith asked for scones and a pot of tea. I remembered to put my napkin on my lap and to say thank you to the lady when she brought the tea. And the lady smiled and said, What nice manners! She's an evacuee. I didn't know how the lady could tell, and I didn't like it that she could. Miss Smith said, It's your accent. You talk different from us country people. I talk different from posh people, is what she meant. I knew I did, and I didn't like it either. I was trying the best I could to sound like I fit in. When we finished our tea, we went back to the school. Miss Smith walked right into the building without saying anything. She marched down the hall and threw open the first classroom door. She didn't knock. I caught up to her just as she sucked in her breath. I looked inside and saw what she saw. The whole class, including Jamie, was working at their desks with pencils and paper. Jamie's left hand was tied to his chair. It was tied tight, even though he already had a bloody welt on his wrist. When I'd tied him up, at least I had let him go right away. Miss Miss Smith said, What is the meaning of this? In a voice that made some of the little girls jump. Jamie saw us. His face flooded red. Miss Smith went to him and untied his arm. Jamie ducked. He ducked like he expected her to hit him, the way I duck sometimes. Miss Smith said, Jamie, I'm so sorry I should have come sooner, and put her arms around him. Jamie leaned against her. He started to sob. All this time I'd stood frozen in the doorway. Most of the students sat frozen at their desks. The only sounds were Jamie crying and Miss Smith murmuring words I couldn't quite understand. The teacher unfroze herself with a jerk. She advanced on Miss Smith, eyes blazing. I'll thank you not to interfere, she said. Every time my back's turned, he's using that hand of his. I won't have it. I wouldn't have to tie him if he'd obey me. Miss Smith held her ground. Her eyes glittered. Why shouldn't he use that hand? The teacher gasped. I didn't recognize her, though I suppose she'd been on our train. She was an older woman with gray hair braided around her head and round wire eyeglasses and a skirt that was too tight. When she gasped, her mouth went pretty round like her glasses. She looked like a fish. It's his left hand, she said. Everyone knows that's the mark of the devil. He wants to write with his left hand, not his right I'm training him up the way he's supposed to be. I never heard such rubbish, snapped Miss Smith. He's left-handed, that's all. It's the mark of the devil, insisted the teacher. Miss Smith took a deep breath. When I was at Oxford, she said, my professor of divinity, Dr. Henry Layton Gouge, was left-handed. It is not the mark of the devil. Dr. Gouge told me himself that fear of left-handedness was nothing more than silly superstition an unwarranted prejudice. There's nothing in the Bible against people using their left hands. We can write and ask him if you like. Meanwhile, you will allow Jamie to use whichever hand he prefers, or I shall take action for the wounds he's received. I hated when she spoke with such big words. I couldn't follow it. Jamie's teacher said suspiciously, when were you at Oxford? I graduated 1931, Miss Smith replied the teacher looked flustered but she didn't back down all the way you're not to come into my classroom without knocking she said it isn't allowed i won't again so long as i have no cause miss smith said she hugged jamie to her then stood i'll be asking jamie i don't want him ridiculed looked down upon or punished in any way for using his left hand the teacher sniffed miss smith stood and guided me to follow her out I wanted to wait in the hall to be sure the teacher didn't immediately tie Jamie back up. But Miss Smith said we needed to leave. I've knocked her pride a bit, she said. We need to let her get it back. I didn't see why. I said, I could have told them he hates being tied, but I didn't really understand why the teacher tied him, and I said so. Miss Smith sighed. Ada, which hand do you eat with when you hold a fork? I held up my right hand. This one. Why? Why not use both? This one feels better, I said. That's right, and Jamie eats with his other hand, his left hand. He always does. That hand feels better to him. I guess he did, but I'd never noticed. I'd never cared. So? So he's learning to write now, and it's much harder to write with the hand you don't eat with. I'll show you when we get home. She opened the main door of the school, and we went out. A chill, Wind swirled some dead leaves around the steps. In the Bible, the good people stand on God's right and the bad people stand on the left before they get cast into hell. So some people, idiots, I supplied. Yes, she smiled at me. Some idiots think left handedness comes from the devil. It doesn't, it comes from the brain. Like that man you were talking about, I said. What? Oh, Dr. Gouge. Yes. He's Regis Professor of Divinity at Oxford University, where I studied. And he's left-handed, like Jamie? Miss Smith snorted. I have no idea. I didn't read Divinity. I never met the man. She'd lied. I looked at her sideways. So you didn't go to Oxford, I said. Wherever that was, whatever it meant. Of course I did, she said. I studied maths. She walked down the road. Is a clubfoot like that, I asked like being left-handed in a way? It's something you're born with? No, I mean, is it what the teacher said? A mark of the devil? It would explain everything, I thought. Ada, of course not. How could you think so? I shrugged. I thought maybe that was why ma'am hated me. Miss Smith's hand touched my shoulder. When she spoke, her voice was uneven. She doesn't. I'm sure it's not. She stopped walking and turned to face me. I don't know what to say, she said after a pause. I don't want to tell you a lie, and I don't know the truth. It was maybe the most honest thing anyone had ever said to me. If she does hate you, she's wrong to do it, Miss Smith said. I shook that off. It didn't matter, did it? Leaves skittered around the tips of my crutches. My bad foot swung in the air. I started down the road again, and after a moment, Miss Smith followed. Will you ride butter when we get home, she asked. I think so, I said. I still can't make him trot. Persistence, Miss Smith said. That's what Lady Thornton says. I'd asked. Persistence meant to keep trying. To keep trying.